Welcome to the Author Audience Show, the podcast that helps you reach more people with your message. Create a book, connect with your audience, change lives. Here's your host, Shelly Hitz. Welcome to Author Audience, where I'm on a mission to help you reach more people with your message. It's time to let your light shine. Today, I'm rolling out the red carpet and inviting you to join me for this expert interview with Felicia Slattery. Hi, Felicia. Hi, Shelly. It's so good to see you. I know. Felicia's one of my favorite people, and I'm going to be sharing her like official bio, but my Shelly Hits bio is that I have coached with her. I did, I did speaking coaching with her, and amazing, best investment, but also she's just the real deal. She has a great heart and totally, totally love her. So, so excited to have you on the podcast, Felicia. Oh, that's so nice. That's the best bio I ever need. You don't need to read all the other junk. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I always say success leaves clues. And so that's why I like at times to introduce you to other authors and experts who have amazing success and are willing to share their tips and strategies with you. So that's why I have Felicia on today. And just a brief you know, bio of hers, you know, she is a number one bestselling author several times, and she's working on a book called Real Relationship Challenge, which sounds amazing. We'll be talking a little bit more about that. She's the creator of the Signature Speech System and the Signature Speech and Webinar Wizard, which I've used both of those, and I recommend the wizard. It is so helpful for your first speech or webinar. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I used it. And um, she speaks all around the world, and um, she's just passionate to help. So for this week's Center Stage Spotlight training, I'm going to have Felicia share about how to create real relationships in an overly connected technological world, which, yes, we are on our phones all the time. I was just at a, an event for, with my chiropractor, and he was talking about the stress it puts on your neck, but it also puts yes. stress on our relationships. So talk to us a little bit about how this topic even came up for you or how you got interested in it. I've been on social media since I started my business in 2006, and it looked way different than it does today. Um, But, you know, at the time I was teaching college, I had two babies. They were one and three years old, and I wanted to be home with them. So that's, you know, I had to create a business where I could be home with them but still be able to do business. And at the time, I was a technophobe. I like, it, you know, I didn't learn. I could turn on the computer. I could send an email. <laughs> I could read. I could. I knew how to Google. Like, but, yeah. On this but podcast, really, you're, you're talking to creatives, and creatives understand. A lot of creatives are the same way. So, <laughs> yeah. So I had to figure out. All right. Well, how am I going to make this work using the skills that I have? And I had a master's degree in communication. I was teaching communication courses, teaching public speaking courses. So I know how to talk to people. I know how to relate to people. And so when I found social media, I was like, yay, so I can talk to people. And <laughs> this is my place. And I actually, yeah, right. And I, and I started it honestly as a way for just myself, as a way to just be in touch with other human beings. And over the years, the people that I've built relationships with virtually as well as in person and then continue those relationships virtually have all helped me grow my whole business. I mean, in fact, you and I met 
virtually before we met in person and then yes. we met in person and you know, we did some work together and you know I'm on your podcast now I've, I was on a podcast another version of another podcast I mean you know we've just done some things together you know we've promoted each other's work I mean and how did that all start well it started with that relationship on social media and a lot of folks have seen me doing this over the years and the most recent time was about a year ago. I was trying to buy this very house that I'm standing in. Oh, I remember. Oh, I do. <laughs> yeah. And so we had been saving money and we had moved from Chicago to, to Knoxville, Tennessee, where we are now. And, um, you know, we didn't know the area. So we lived in an apartment for a year. So the lease was coming due. We had found this house. We loved it. Obviously, we'd been saving money and everything was good. And then the mortgage guy came back and he said, you need $26,000 more than you already knew about. Yikes. And by the way, you need to have it in five days or no house for you. And I was like, what? (laughs) Oh my goodness, stress. (laughs) (laughs) So it was crazy. And of course, I prayed a lot and um, was just, you know, asking God for guidance. Like, is this really the right house? And I really kept feeling on my heart like this is our house. So I said, all right, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And I put out a plea on social media and was very honest, very vulnerable, very open and said, this is what's happening. And kind of wrote the story. I didn't do a video. I just wrote the words. And and then I made an offer. And I said, if you need help with getting on more stages, I can help with that. If you need help with writing any kind of presentation, I can help with that. If you need help with, you know, and I said like three or four different things that were very specific kinds of things that I knew when somebody got in touch with me, they would like they could see that and go, "Oh, I need exactly that," yeah. and then they could shout. And I was like, "Okay, so this is the week I'm doing deals." <laughs> and that post was shared like dozens of times. Wow! That like who shares a post like that dozens of times, and it happened because of the relationships that I built on social media, and people saw like, "Oh my gosh, Felicia needs help." Yeah, I want to help her. I like her. And it doesn't cost anything to share a message. Right. And I make that $26,000 in five days and I'm standing in my house. Hallelujah. I know. And I remember, I remember we were praying and praying. It was just like answered prayers, but also just the you've you invested in planting a lot of seeds and invested in a lot of relationships. And then you saw the fruit from that, the harvest. Exactly. Exactly. And so, yes, prayer and action, right? Like you can pray, 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 but you got to do something, you know, and they got to meet in the middle. That's why I love, you know, like I fold my hands like this. You got (laughs) to pray, you got to do something when you meet in the middle. (laughs) Amen. So um, anyway, so that was kind of where the idea, because people are like, how in the heck did you do that? And that was kind of where the idea came from. And um, just teaching people, like I'm just myself and I build relationships wherever I am, whether it's face to face, from stage or online. And I mean, communication is nothing if it's not about relationships. So yeah. this is I'm excited about the direction. I'm excited about the book. And the more I write about it, talk to people about it, think about it, get feedback on it. It's just all been amazing. So yeah. So like when we're on social media, what is the difference between building a relationship and then just simply talking at people? Like, what does that look like? Or how did we get there? Like on social media? Well, you know, that's a really good question because we all have our phones with us 
Yeah. Glued to us. came out, right? It's like <laughs> arm's length almost all the time, right? Since these suckers came out, I think oh. the quality of our relationships, even though it's supposed to be better because we can be in touch with more people faster and easier, it's actually diminished the quality of our relationships because it's faster and too easy. And so instead of, um, you know, opening a, a, a message with dear so-and-so, you know, and and that dear language is so um, kind of old-fashioned. But if somebody, if I'm calling you dear Shelly, that's a sweet, nice thing, you know, as opposed to like just at you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I need blah, 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 blah. You know, it's just, so even with our closest relationships, it because it's so fast and so easy, we forget sometimes the nice parts of being in a relationship. And so, yes, social media is great. And it also provides some challenges. It's faceless, even, you know, even though most people have their face next to their thing. It's just a little avatar, though. A lot of times people aren't even looking at that. They're looking at just the word side of things, um, you know, or the, the picture or the meme or the video or whatever it is that they posted. And they're forgetting there's there's like not just one human being on the other end, but however many human beings that person's connected to and you're connected to, all those people are seeing that all the open 24 hours a day, anytime. And uh, when we see story after story after story of people who think something is private and it's not, I mean, just this week, there was news out of Harvard University that they rescinded 10 students' admissions. Because I saw your post of on that. That was crazy. Shocking, shocking. And, you know, these students were you know, posting in, in a private chat, not even like out in the world. And they thought it was private and they thought they were being funny, but it was, you know, stuff that bordered on hate crimes and, and, you know, just mm-hmm. horrible things that they were sharing. And Harvard said, yeah, we don't want that. And y'all are out. Like and talk about ruining your life. Hard to get into there. I mean, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they had, I'm trying to remember the exact statistics, but I want to say it was something like in the, in the tens of thousands of mm-hmm. applications and they only took like, you know, three, 4,000 students. Yeah. And you know, those seats are very coveted. And you graduate from Harvard and you're kind of setting yourself up for, you know, a pretty successful life. Yeah. yeah so- Harvard, you're setting yourself up, but then you ruin it by like, oh my gosh. Oh, so, crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. So for authors who are trying to build relationships with their target audience, I usually mm-hmm. talk to them about engaging, you know, asking questions. And I started posting a question on my personal profile once a week. And it's interesting. Those posts, they get a lot of engagement because people like being asked their opinion or, you know, things like that. So what other, you know, things have you really seen to work on social media where a lot of times it feels like a one-way relationship mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah. how do I get that person to respond? Okay, this is a fantastic tip for authors in particular. Don't think of your personal Facebook profile as for your only family, only family and friends. Yes, your family and friends can be there, but think of your personal profile as an extension of you as an author. Sometimes in business, we'll call it your persona as an author. When I think of persona, I just mean like extension of who I really am. I have so many people meet me after seeing me online and they go, oh my gosh, you're just the same in real life. It's like, well, how else could I be? <laughs> I know. <laughs> right? I'm sure the same. You get the same. Like, you're yeah. exactly the same online as you are in person. Like, well, what else would you be? But there's a lot of people who are, like, trying to fake something. You know, they, they fake it till you make it weirdness. 
And um, don't try to fake it. Just be who you are. But think of your Facebook personal profile as um, as something for for your readers to connect with you, the people who are interested in what you have to share, whether you're fiction or nonfiction, it doesn't matter. Readers love to see a glimpse of who of who the author is. So don't be afraid to share yourself and open your posts up to public. You know, be careful about what you post, of course. I mean, don't right. post, you know, your address up there when you're going on a two-week vacation. Hey, my house is empty. Come rob me. <laughs> no, like, not that. Make, po- you know, take your pictures and then post them when you get home or when you're on the plane on the way home kind of thing, whatever. But uh, think of your profile as an extension of who you are as an author so that, like, Shelly, you just said it. Like, on my personal profile, I'm asking a question. I'm getting a lot of engagement. Yeah, because... That's where people are used to engaging is on our personal profiles. So just do it there. And you know what? I actually, I just remember, I actually posted on my page as well. And those are the posts that normally get response to as well. I get a lot more response on my personal profile because of the algorithms, but I also put it on my page. And so I put the same question and it does, you know, it does elicit response. Um, but when we're, we're thinking about real relationship, like you have an acronym and a way to really engage. Can you share that with us? Yes, so there's two acronyms for real, R-E-A-L, and I have to look at them because I'm like (laughs) still writing the book, so I'll have them fully memorize exactly in the right order, and I get the two confused, and the reason why there's two is because there's things that you do when you're in a real relationship, and then there's a way that you feel when Mm -hmm. you're in a real relationship, so what you do is you respect people. You engage with them. So like what you're doing when you're, you know, when you ask a question that's engaging with them. But then I know you, we connect all the time on social media. You don't just let people answer and then don't respond. You're responding back to them. And even if you're just, you know, putting a smiley face because they said, this is great. <laughs> but you're or clicking the like button. Back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like exactly. On, on my live videos, like sometimes I've had a lot, a lot of comments and I've actually had people private message me or tell me personally, they're like, Shelly, it means so much to uh, to me that you, you know, respond, even if it's just a like or a comment, like you respond to all of my comments, our comments, and it tells us that you care and that you're watching and that you're, in, you know, interested. And so even if you're just liking it or respond, do, you know, do something. Yep. And, you know, I love what Facebook has done with the different kinds of um, emotions that you can put. So, like, the like is the default. But if somebody says something that's really sweet that makes you go, oh, that's so nice. I love that. Like, click the love button. Because it it means, like, you thought about what your response was going to be to their answer, you know. So, yeah. So, you're respecting them. You're engaging them. Affirm is the A. And affirming people means... You're not just on social media to blast your message. You're and and sometimes the better you get at this, the less you'll have to consciously be thinking about. Oh, I need to go look for somebody who's sharing good news, or uh, you know, their their kid did something great, or they just got a new puppy, or yeah. you know, they're celebrating something in their business. Like celebrate with people. That's affirming to them. Mm-hmm. Um, or even you know, when sometimes people share bad news, somebody passed away, or you know, whatever the, the case may be, like. Uh, you know, I'm so sorry for your loss. I mean, it doesn't have to take you a lot of time, but that's just affirming their life experience and something that they felt that they wanted to share with their friends, followers, fans, connections. Well, you're one of those people. So affirm that. And then the last one is laugh. 
I mean, <laughs> when we're with friends, and this real, R-E-A-L, you know, how we are in a real relationship, it's how we are in person with people. It's how we are. I, mean, I do this from stage. I respect my audience members. I engage with them. I affirm them. I laugh with them. Well, we laugh with people that we're in a relationship with. Why wouldn't we laugh with people that we meet online? Why wouldn't we laugh with our readers, with our with our audience members? Like, of course we will. So post some fun things or funny things or, or whatever once in a while or just laugh at something that they've put up. Um, don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. Uh, I know, Shelly, one of the things I've seen you do that is fun and cute and funny is um, you'll share some of your outtakes from your videos, which, yeah. you know, like where you flubbed or made a mistake. Bloopers. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's real, exactly. So, so that's the first real, respect, engage, affirm, and laugh. We do those things so that then we can feel like it feels to be in a real relationship. And we feel recognized when someone respects us, engages, affirms, and laughs with us, we feel recognized. Like, wow, you see me, you know me, you get me. Um, we feel energized when we're with people that we like, that we enjoy, that we care about. We feel energized. I I know that a lot of people, and I think I remember you doing this at one point, Shelly. You said, I'm going to take the Facebook app off my phone. And do you still have it off your phone or did you put yes, it back on? I do. And I have certain people on Facebook that I see first. So you're one of those, actually. <laughs> you're one of my so, first. So yeah. I can like, I can still engage with you when I get on there because I'm not on there as often as I used to be. But if you, that's a tip. If you want to yeah. not spend a lot of time scrolling, but there's certain people you really want to build relationships with and have relationships with change your little notifications on Facebook to see first. But I did. I took the app off my phone. Yep. And, you know, some people have done that and then they missed they missed that energy that they got and so they put it back. Yeah. And so, you know, it doesn't – I can't imagine a day without looking, you know, like checking in with my friends and especially just to see first people. Like I don't – and in fact, there will be a couple of days that will go by where I'm not posting anything at all myself on my yeah. own stuff. But I'm like checking in and I'm looking at your quote of the day and I'm and I'm looking at pictures of, you know, some other friends' grandkids and I'm just checking in on some, you know, just people that I care about. Mm -hmm. So – and I – that energizes me. It makes me feel good. Like, oh, everybody's okay. That's good. Um, but yeah. it makes you also feel accepted mm. when someone respects, engage, affirms, and laughs with you. We, you feel accepted. Um, you know, in in our world, especially as authors, it's easy to feel alone because we're behind the computer a lot for our work. We're by ourselves a lot for our work, mm -hmm. and. A lot of people, even though there are a lot of authors in the world and there's lots of books in the world, yeah. not everybody you meet is an author. Like we don't just run into authors yeah. <laughs> randomly, you know, in our regular <laughs> lives. And so being in a place where there are other folks who understand what we're going through, you know, in a group like your group, Shelly, you know, and, and different Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups and, and going to the different like Twitter chats where they hashtag stuff and mm -hmm. you can have a conversation with other people who are doing the same kind of thing. And you're, you're again, respecting, engaging, affirming and laughing with them. Well, you feel accepted like, oh, these people like me, they get me and this is really fun. And then what that all leads to ultimately is feeling loved. You want to feel loved? Here's how. Two steps. Step one, make a lot of actual friends on social media. Step two, wait for your birthday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, this avalanche of people like saying super nice things. It's, so, it's like, I never felt more loved in my life. <laughs> So yes. anyway, that's, uh, those are my acronyms. So I love respect, it. I love it because 
it is it is a um a domino effect when you do those things and you build the relationships then that's the result um and you know sometimes like i heard someone say before um family member that you know she went to church and she nobody talked to her and she you know she felt really um you know really left out and all of this and um i totally get that i totally understand that feeling of rejection but sometimes what god has told me is like shelly i want you to reach out I want mm-hmm. you to, to take that risk. I want you to engage. I want you to pray and ask for the, the right relationships. And so if you're struggling right now and you're feeling alone or you're feeling left out or you're feeling like you don't belong, maybe there's there's some things that you can do to reach out and to engage and to do all those things to respect, engage, affirm, laugh, to join a group or do something. But, um, but yeah, and then the result is to be recognized, energized, accepted, and loved. And yeah. Well, I don't have the Facebook app on my phone. I have the Facebook groups app and that's where I'm spending more of my time. I have two groups that I invest in for mentoring and coaching. One is a fitness group. One is um, a business group. And so it's like, I, I still have that, you know, mm-hmm. and I have my own community, Author Audience Academy. Kind of tell us just quickly, I know we're kind of getting, you're running out of time. We have so much good information. Okay. What are the top relationship killers on social media that may mess us up? And especially as authors. Okay, so there are a few things that uh, when people see them, they're totally cringeworthy and they don't love it. So I'll just go through really quickly. One okay. of them is the when when people are ranting about whatever they see is wrong in the world, whether it's politically or in their neighborhood or something at their school, like every post is a rant. Nobody likes that kind of negativity all the time, so don't do that. I tend to unfollow people like that. <laughs> right, well, a lot of us do. Unfollow yeah. or unfriend. yeah. Yeah. And it's like that knee jerk reaction. Like if you're having that knee jerk reaction and you're emotional, think twice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Think twice because, and, and really read it. Um, and one way to see, well, one way to see if you're doing any of these things is what I do, do a personal social media audit, I call it, and just go to your own page, not the one where you land on when you log in and you see all your friends, but where you're only reading your stuff. Because that's how people are going to connect with you initially. And they're going to go to your page and they're going to read your stuff. If it reads and it's got a bunch of these kind of social media messes, things in there, don't do that. <laughs> like change them, delete them, whatever. Yeah. All right. So another one is, oh, so when people share those, those like, I don't usually do this or let's see how many people will read this or unfriend me now if like, yeah, really? Yeah. I'm (laughs) sure I'm going to get some people unfriend me because of this or, you know, it feels a bit manipulative. It is. And that we don't manipulate isn't in (laughs) R-E-A-L. There's no M. (laughs) Like that's not, sometimes it's like, well, all right, what is it exactly that you're not usually doing? And a lot of times it's like a, a copy and pasted thing or something like that. And it's like, well, it's like those okay. old chain emails that would get forwarded and they're exactly. now they're happening on social media. <laughs> exactly. And like people cringe over those. So don't do those. Yeah. Um, the next one that people just do not like is immediately when you connect with them or you don't have any real relationship with them, like you never met them in person or anything like that. But um, sometimes people will do this. They'll just go through their friends list and like send them random messages or whatever. Um, but a lot of times it happens in, in that first connection and they reach out and then they and they the first message after you say, yes, I'll be your friend or connected to you. And this happens on LinkedIn way oh, more than it happens on Facebook is buy my stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And with an author, it'll be, hey, I wrote this book. Go read my book. Here's my link. 
to go read my book. Like, how do you even know I would want to buy your stuff or read your book? Like, I, because I have a face? <laughs> Like, what? You know, I mean, it's just, it's very tasteless. It's kind of like, would you go up to somebody that you met at a networking meeting for business or that you met at a wedding, somebody else's wedding, and you're saying hello and how are you and just kind of getting to know each other? Would you say, hey, I bought a book, go buy my book. Here's how to buy the book. I got I one in my pocket. You want to buy my book? Like, no, you wouldn't do that. So why would you do that online? It doesn't make sense. It's cringeworthy. I actually um, immediately unfriend and block those kind of people because they're not online for the things that I'm online for. And I'm online to actually make connections with people and get to know people. And um, some, I, I actually commented about that on LinkedIn. I got a ton, like hundred, like hundreds of comments and and you know likes or whatever. And yeah, because um, it happens a lot on LinkedIn. It and does. People and people on LinkedIn, like, that's a little harsh. The thing I don't like, too, is they'll add me to their email list without my permission because you get yeah. access to people's contact information. And mm-hmm. I'm unsubscribing almost every day from email lists. Yeah. I never. And I mean, that's spam. Like, I could report mm-hmm. them. And, you know, I don't. But it's like, please stop. Don't yeah. add people to your email list. Don't, you know, spam them with things when you're just, you don't, we don't even know each other yet. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And how would you, how would you know, like. How do you think they would even want your stuff? Just go with normal opt-in kind of things. People see your, they see your information. They see you interacting. They see you talking about your book and your content. And you absolutely should be doing that online. Just do it in public. And then every once in a while, offer something like, hey, by the way, here's a link to my book. Hey, by the way, if you're interested, I got a blog over here. Go read my blog. Hey, I got something for free. If you're interested, I got that. Like, not every post is that. But you don't not do it. You want to make sure, you know, have a nice balance, balance between, yeah. you know, hey, everybody, I got something if you're interested and not that. So there you go. <laughs> yes. And um, I know we could um, go on forever, but tell us a little bit about your book, when it's coming out, how we can find out more or how people can find out more about you. Okay. Well, I'm talking to authors, so you all know. Yeah. I'm at about 20,000 words right now. Yes. And um, my goal is to get to between 50 and 60,000 words for this book. So I'm still I'm still in the writing stages as we are recording this today. Um, And I don't I have a I have a publisher that I that's published for me in the past. And they're kind of like in my back pocket. But I have a really big publisher that I want to kind of talk to and been praying for, um, you know, a connection and opportunity for that to happen. So um, I'll be reaching out to them. And so I don't even have a publication date. I mean, my goal is to have the book written by the end of this month. I don't know how realistic that is. But I can write about I can write anywhere from three to 5000 words a day. So we'll see. (laughs) Yes, I love it. Um, And, you know, I love that because we're authors and we know like, um, sometimes there's different things that you um, different goals you have for different books and for this particular book it sounds like you're really wanting to potentially have you know a bigger like traditionally published you know publisher be traditionally published have a you know so it may take longer it usually does (laughs) yes it does yeah but how exciting by the end of june and they say yes we'll pick it up like we may not be launching until next april i mean who knows yeah (laughs) but i mean do you have um what 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 free information or content that you know you have right now that you think my listeners would be interested in or how can they learn more about you well I talk about building relationships from the stage for whatever business you have. I have, um, you can go to signaturespeechforauthors.com and there's um, some free information about how you can connect and create relationships with your readers from the stage. So that would be one, one place that you can go and, um, just, 
be friends with me, connect with me, follow me, whatever, on whatever social media is your favorite. I've Now I'm, I'm even on Instagram, like way more than I used to be. So <laughs> wherever your favorite is, I'm at Felicia Slattery everywhere. So connect. Yes, and FeliciaSlattery.com. And so thank you so much for sharing with us. I definitely recommend connecting with Felicia. You know, even if you don't do a ton of speaking, you know, that is something I totally recommend for all authors. It's probably the number one way that you'll sell books because once people hear you speak and hear your content, they'll, you know, want to naturally go to that next step with you. But also you can use her content for online videos, for your content marketing, for your webinars, for selling higher end products, you know, which I teach you guys to do. And so definitely connect with her. She has a lot of great information. And thank you so much for being here today and sharing with us, Felicia. Thank you, Shelly. I'm excited to have been here and hope people found some value in what we talked about today. Yes. So typically I'll end with a take action tip. If you know there was one take action tip that you could give for this whole con- concept of relationships on social media, what would be the one thing you would have authors do as a result of listening to this today? Okay. I have two very related. Okay. Number one, do that social media self audit. Look oh, at your yeah. stuff and make yeah. sure that you're like, your stuff is, you know, reading the way you want people to know you. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. The second thing is today is somebody's birthday who, you know, on social media, don't just write happy birthday in their name. Think about how, you know, that person think about something that happened in your life with that person where you met them, what you like, enjoy about them. Maybe you've never met in person, but you love that they post fun memes or you love that they share pictures of their kids and their kids are so cute, whatever. Like I, this is what I love about you. This is what I remember about us. Do you remember that time when we, well, I, that just makes me smile and I hope you're smiling today on your birthday, right? Post a personal message to the people that you know whose birthday it is today. So those are two things. Yeah, and that will totally help you to stand out because how many hundreds of people are going to post happy birthday, but not as many go that extra step. If you're comfortable, record a video. That will really help you to stand out. A little video message Mm -hmm. to someone for their birthday. But I love that. I love that so much. So thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for all those of you that are listening in. I appreciate you. I hope that you got a lot out of this. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Author Audience. I would like to invite you to attend one of my free trainings all about how to sell more books without being pushy or self-promotional. It's called Amplify Your Message. Plus, I will give you two free gifts just for attending. No credit card required. First, you'll get my best-selling book, Nine Strategies to Build and Grow Your Author Platform, and you'll also get my ebook titled ListVend, Five Powerful Emails You Can Use Immediately to Grow Your Business. These are basically fill-in-the-blank style templates, and they are yours at no charge when you join us for the training. You can sign up for my free training by going to shellyhits.com forward slash amplify. That's shellyhits.com. S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-H-I-T-Z dot com forward slash amplify. This training and the two bonus ebooks are free and I would love to help you sell more books. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Author Audience Show. Connect with us online at authoraudience.com where you'll find all the resources mentioned in today's episode. While you're there, grab Shelly's free video training on how to write and publish your book using her six-step ascent method. 
Join us again next week to learn how to reach your audience with your message.